Dear Hong Kong citizens, Lunar New Year is a time when the world refreshes itself. I was once told by a learned scholar that if we have good weather on the day of Lichen, that is the day of the onset of spring, we shall have a bountiful and wonderful year ahead. The onset of spring marks the beginning of the twenty-four seasons of qi in a traditional agricultural calendar. The agricultural calendar is a legacy of our ancestor, whose wisdoms in astronomy, geography, and agriculture are simply astonishing. As the old saying goes, agriculture is the foundation of a country. If a community is unable to guarantee its food security in terms of stable, safe, and sustainable food supply, all vision for other socio-economic development will not have any solid foundation. Hong Kong's agriculture has long been in decline in face of an economic model which focuses on trade and finance, while relying on import for food supply. One of the main suggestions. And the chief executive's policy address this year is to modernize agriculture. I find it encouraging that the government has decided to consult the public in formulating a new policy aiming at reviving the local agriculture. With this new policy initiative in hand, however, I also find it imperative for the government to engage in a comprehensive review of its role in the development of agriculture. There are quite a number of questions to be addressed. First, in what ways are current policies inadequate, or even obstructive, in promoting agriculture? Second, how should we devise the new agricultural policy in tandem with other policy areas of the government, in order to invest our new agriculture with the best possible synergy and results? For instance. Is it possible to coordinate the impending food waste recycling plans and the relevant policies in such a way that they can supply local agriculture with high-quality manure in a sustainable fashion? In the recent public consultation paper, the government has set out a four-pronged strategy, which includes establishing an agricultural park, the so-called agri-park, setting up a sustainable agricultural development fund. Offering farmers with marketing and brand building support, and promoting leisure farming and relevant educational activities. Among these four policy suggestions, the agri park seems to be the bright spark. For the purpose of boosting local agricultural output, the government has revealed its intention of setting up the park through retrieving seventy to eighty acres of farmland from private holdings. The agri park would also serve as a vehicle in piloting experimental commercial models and farming techniques on the one hand, while on the other hand, providing land for farmers who have been adversely affected by other land development projects. I'd agree with the government's proactive initiative in promoting local agriculture. Setting up an agri park as a worthwhile pilot project. Which sets a good example for other similar private projects. Yet, overemphasis on the perspective of enterprise development and management in the process of developing agriculture runs the risk of undermining the importance of agriculture as a living culture. For instance, the much-celebrated high quality of Yunlong's jasmine rice 
is attributed not only to its breeding, but more so to the superb technique of our local farmers. Thus, the new agricultural policy must also take into account of preserving the traditional local farming method of our farmers. If the government intends to take over active farmland from private ownership for the purpose of setting up the agri park, the plan must proceed with due caution and supported by sufficient public policy reason. As I note, there are around four thousand five hundred acres of farmland in Hong Kong. Out of which three thousand seven hundred ninety acres are not being actively farmed. With such abundant supply of inactive farmland, the government should prioritize in developing those abandoned farmland rather than encircling the active farmland in private ownership. As a matter of principle, the government should not claim the farmland as long as the farmer owns and is actively farming in it at the same time. Moreover, there has been reports claiming that some members of the rural committee have expressed their willingness of leasing the lot of farmland in hand from the indigenous villages to the government for setting up the agri park. I believe it is imperative for the government to uphold the arm's length principle, transparency, and fairness in those transactions, in order to avoid any real or perceived conflicts of interest. Or cronyism when setting up the agri park, it would be unfortunate if a policy with all the good intention were to degenerate into another flashpoint of heated controversy in our society. Policymakers around the world are increasingly aware of the positive role played by agriculture in helping a metropolis like Hong Kong to develop in a balanced and sustainable manner. I believe the government and our society would agree that there is a lot of potential in Hong Kong's agriculture. I hope the government can set out a comprehensive set of agricultural policies, with a clear vision, orientation, and supporting institutions as early as possible. And I would like to take this opportunity to wish you all a happy, healthy, and prosperous Year of the Ram. Thank you.